0: Welcome to the shindig.
1: You can't stop with the RHCP. <laughs> I
0: can but I did it in a different voice. I did it in a different, it kind of sounded real. I thought you, it, sounded, it sounded real. Some
1: might say you're addicted to it.
0: We didn't start the fire. Oh, I, that's Christ. what I need to do for the outro. No, I, yes, no. Yes. yes. I no, need to pull no, up no. the lyrics, the new lyrics.
1: I don't yep. like any of this. Yes. I like this almost as much as you like. When I say, what's up, ding dongs? It's the Side Talks Podcast. Uh a special shout out as always to all those kittens and cory heads out there. This is, of course, Corey More bits craft cramming in all the bits here in the intro, like I do. You've looked up the lyrics. I
0: am you? trying to look up the lyrics, but it's not, it's ugh, I'm having trouble. Um but oh, I can tell you shame. that I can tell you that I am Rachel Morgan. And I, you know, I'm the creative director. I mean, I don't.
1: Did you did you I, okay, start you the fire?
0: Harry, Harry Potter, Twilight. Oh, fuck <laughs> off! No. Michael Jackson dies. Nuclear what? accident. Um, yes. Cambridge. Kim Jong Un. Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm leaving it at that because this is gonna continue like I can't we can only handle so much of that at a time
1: I that don't is, like that that
0: I literally that was the lyrics I didn't I, I could have probably riffed that but I didn't that was the lyrics let's talk about movies oh my god What's this shit? Coming out of the gate pretty hot. Quick, quick. I'm I'm sparked up by Fallout Boy. Oh my lord. Listen, I'm about to describe a movie to you. I wanna see if you can get it. Okay. I'm gonna set a little bit of a scene that happens sort of in the beginning of the film and then I'm gonna describe something that happens a little later, but I wanna set up I wanna set up what the vibe on this thing is. So, All right. We got a female chef in the kitchen.
1: Uh oh. And I didn't know that was allowed.
0: Running a tight ship. I mean she's snapping at people left. She's snapping mm. at people right. She mm-hmm. means Business. This is a chef, Corey. Okay. This is a New York chef. Okay. She's putting shit on a plate. She's putting up on the window. She's yelling at her crew. She knows what she's doing. She means business.
1: How recent a movie is this? It's been a minute. Okay.
0: So I, that's that's the vibe here. That's that's coming out the gate. Okay. And then and then let me describe the scene that I want to kind of get to, which happens towards the end of the film. All right. She has – at the beginning of the film, a customer sends food back and she gets sassy
1: because
0: she knows what she's doing and you don't fuck with a chef like that. That's right. She knows. Well, toward the end of the film, once again, a customer sends back a steak, says this is raw – or excuse me, this isn't rare enough. The steak isn't rare enough. Do you know what it says? Not rare enough. Not rare enough. And um, the owner of the restaurant is the one who brings it back and kind of says, please don't pull your bullshit. Please just fire another steak. And these are advertising um, executives who come in here all the time. They're frequent customers, so don't mess with them. And so our chef takes one of those like two-prong things. What do you call that? A
1: like a, like a fork? Like a it's steak fork?
0: A prong. I don't know. Yeah,
1: no, I know what you're talking about.
0: Whatever. Stabs the steak, stabs a raw steak with it, walks out to the table and... Onto the table with the steak, and it's like you want a you want a rare steak. You know, eat this, bitch, kind of thing. That's
1: pretty sassy. And then
0: takes off her chef's apron, throws it on the ground, and walks out. Huh? Do you know what this is?
1: Is this actress? How famous of an actress? She's famous. Is this a romantic comedy sort of movie? Is this? I forget the name of it. Is this Katherine Zeta Jones? It is.
0: It is it it's is
1: no Reservations or something like that. It is no
0: reservations. And it is Catherine Zeta Jones, the woman who gave Michael Douglas throat cancer. Allegedly.
1: <laughs> Boy, you know that that little tidbit has come up more often than you'd think. Not only in this podcast, but just in my day-to-day life.
0: In life.
1: This week in, in particular. In life. Um and it just goes to show you, fellas, that you shouldn't. Never mind. I'm not going to finish that thought. (laughs) Please Um, don't. Please uh,
0: don't. Please don't. I'm pretty sure I saw this movie. The Great American Bird. Um, Let me tell you something. Uh Aaron Eckhart's hair is so weird in this. He looks like Keith Urban. He looks like, like, I really think he could play Keith Urban. He looks like Keith Urban crossed with an older lesbian. But <laughs> at the same time, Keith Urban kind of looks like an older lesbian. <laughs> he does. So, so he does. I don't, I kind of am confused by Aaron Eckhart. Or, um,
1: or Susie Orman a little bit. Um,
0: Have you seen No Reservations?
1: Yeah, I think so. Is this from like 2007 or something? That It's, sounds right. it's been a minute. Um, it is bad. Yeah, I, I don't remember thinking it was good. But no, I don't remember it seeing it, it, really it at bad. all.
0: And his hair is so weird. I mean, it, it is it is literally like they lifted Keith Urban's hair off of his head and put it on Aaron Eckhart. And it's got they some highlights. They travel back
1: in time with it. And they're <laughs> like, listen, Aaron, we're from the future. This is all this the rage. You've got to wear it.
0: This is going to go over really well with the lesbian community. You should do it. Did it?
1: You no, would know better than me. Okay.
0: No, it doesn't. It do- well, some 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 sad sections of it.
1: Yes, wow, God. wow. I'm sorry. So yeah, no reservations from two thousand seven, directed by Scott Hicks, uh, the director of Shine, music by Philip Glass. Holy that shit is <laughs> yeah, Holy he's shit. somewhat
0: overqualified wow. to do
1: oh shit, this is this is older lesbian hair. You're right. This I is Keith you. Urban here. And I'm
0: gonna tell y'all something. Catherine Zeta Jones is a fox. With multiple X's.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, you won. Yeah, it did.
0: He's, he's gone down a no reservations rabbit hole, so we'll, uh, we'll wrap this segment up.
1: And now, a look at what we're watching this week.
0: Well, Corey, you kind of already know what I've been watching. Yeah, I, I watched this uh, haunting in Vegas. I watched um, <laughs> That's
1: almost the title. <laughs> I watched
0: No Reservations, which my girl had downloaded on her iPad because she actually she was like, I liked this film for some reason at some point in my life, um, and sure. so it was really okay. it was upsetting. Um, it was not a good moment, but I did watch the whole damn thing, and it is miserable. Um, but I I think I can do I can I'm back on my bullshit, and uh-huh. I think I can probably do the most service by just letting you know that i got a seventh heaven update for you
1: oh thank you thank yes. you so much seventh
0: heaven update We're i'm on i'm on episode you know i haven't really had a lot of time to dedicate to to church um but i am on episode like six or seven now at this point as i chug Are my you way watching in order i'm yep yeah, i am what the – why? I'm trying. I'm trying really Nobody hard. Nobody
1: is requiring <sighs> you to do this. I am
0: requiring myself to do it. What I want you to know is that we're only six or seven episodes into a very long-running series, oh, and here. already the Brenda Hampton and the crew at 7th Heaven have decided to take on Race. Good for them. Uh, yeah, an entirely white cast – an entirely white writer. and
1: Somebody – Needed this?
0: Yeah, I don't know who, but anyway, in in the episode, um, of course, Rev Cams' um, best friend ha- has the black church that's not far from his church, from the white church, and um, and unfortunately, somebody sets ablaze to the to the church, to mm-hmm. the black church. It's yeah, and um, it's a hate crime, which apparently Seventh Heaven is, as we know, is going to try to tackle this issue again and again. But again, so quickly, we're already on it. What I can tell you is that the family comes to live with the Cam family, the Camden family. Mm-hmm. so the so the Black Church family comes to live with the white church family. and uh, because everything is like that on the show. it's it's either this side of the coin or that side of the coin. There's no much way. And um, anyway, what I can tell you too is that, um, after bunking with the family, and I'm just telling it like it is, I, I don't know how to say this in a politically correct way because, well, I mean, this yeah. is the show. Okay. Mm. But little Lucy Camden comes out of the house and has her hair and, and, and African hair braids. Okay. And that does happen in the show. Sure. So I just need you to know that. Great. Um, which then catches the eye of, of big sister Mary Cam, uh-huh. and um, who gets very jealous. And is is very jealous of the connection that Lucy's having with the with the family, with the visiting family. And
1: Mary, this again is Jessica Beale.
0: Oh, is or it is, ever? Okay, it is absolutely Jessica Beale. So, and there's a lot of weird tense scenes. This, I really, I watched this thing on the edge of my seat. <laughs> As I'm sure you can imagine why. Like you're watching I a just, trapeze artist. I just was like, oh god, how bad is it gonna get? And um and that was the worst of it. The worst of it was her bopping out of the house with the braids. Um, that was absolutely the worst. And they just they just call it out, you know? They say straight up, like, anyway. Um, but I was I actually. It could have been worse. I'm going to say it that way. It, I, I lived my life for for that 42 minutes or whatever it is without commercials, right there on the edge of my seat, thinking this shit's going to go down. It's going to go down. This is bad, but it it didn't. It wasn't as bad as you might think. Mm. It wasn't as bad as you might think. So if you if you're in need of some like induced anxiety, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I need in my life right now is more anxiety. Episode
0: six or whatever it is, the the church burning episode of Seventh Heaven will um will give you a good little hit of adrenaline. Mm. What have you been watching?
1: Well, okay, so I went to the cinemas uh, this weekend to see a movie called Dumb Money, uh, which is the new film from oh, yeah. Craig Gillespie, the director of I, Tanya, and Cruella. I considered among others. programming this. Um,
0: Are you glad we didn't? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think it's
1: that bad, but it's not good yeah. either. Really, the trailer just kind of sums it up. It's it's about. The uh, early 2021 um, rise of GameStop stock—the sort of meme stock thing—it's a narrative
0: version of Andy Demoner's film, though, in some ways. Yes,
1: right? uh, or you know, a segment of the New Americans, because the New Americans covers a, a wider, uh, yeah, it's a bigger net, uh, sure. wider amount of territory. Um, yeah, this is fictionalized, uh, Paul Dano. Who's always really good? Uh, plays the sort of stock YouTuber who um, sort of leads this impromptu um, brigade of uh, small-time investors pushing back against hedge fund hedge fund managers who are trying to short uh, GameStop stock. Uh, they are played by, among others, uh, Seth Rogen and Vincent D'Onofrio and uh Nick Offerman um and they're you know appropriately slimy and wealthy and villainous um the the sort of small time uh group of investors are uh, are played by America Ferrera uh Talia Ryder um who else um, a it's bunch a long of long cast familiar faces popping up in in small roles it's kind of an ensemble um kind of big short adjacent uh but a little bit More foul-mouthed and internet-based, and basically, if you've seen the trailer, you know what you're getting. Pete Davidson's in it. You know, it is what it is. Um, you know, it's fine. Um,
0: we didn't need him to be in this, did we?
1: Well, I mean, I don't know what we need Pete Davidson to be doing. Retire. He needs to be doing something with his time. So, um, I guess you know, he's not that bad in it. I just I saw that Ariana Grande
0: got a divorce from who? Selena Gomez's brother. Oh, word? I didn't know they were It's together. over.
1: Oh, well it's sad. Yeah, geez. The you know He's getting
0: the check. Yeah, <laughs> I guess he is.
1: Um I saw the um four K remastered IMAX presentation of Jonathan Demi's Stop Making Sense. Oh yeah. Twice. Uh, already,
0: are you going to see the sidewalk too? Then I
1: already have my ticket to oh, our great. dance party screening. I'm excited. On, uh, as of this recording, this Saturday, if you're listening to this, you've missed it. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm. S- it, How
0: good does it look? Oh,
1: it looks amazing, and it sounds amazing, and it's, it's going to sound
0: great the at the best. cinema.
1: Just the best. I'm so I'm looking forward to seeing it. Sam, have you um, have times. we
0: received the DCP yet?
1: We have,
0: but the keys aren't open yet. Oh, man. I bet you can't wait to throw that on there. That's going to sound so good in the cinema. Yes,
1: I'm thrilled. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to see it a couple times at Sidewalk. Um, Definitely worth seeing, of course, in this new remastered presentation. And um, finally, I just want to... Quickly say that uh, over the past few weeks, I watched all four of the uh, Japanese animator Satoshi Kon's films. Uh, Those are in order uh, Perfect Blue, Millennium Actress tokyo godfathers and paprika
0: man you've got some people's attention out there. Uh, yeah
1: i know and i'm not really much of an anime guy is the thing but all four of these movies were really really great he he's an excellent he was an excellent filmmaker he died fairly young i think he had cancer and paprika from 2006 was his final film damn yeah um but they're they're really really interesting and innovative and sort of boundary pushing works of animation especially um Millennium Actress and Paprika Perfect Blue is a movie that Darren Aronofsky has kind of cited as yeah. particularly influential on movies like Requiem for a Dream and Black Swan, and I can totally see it. Yeah. Um, and then Tokyo Godfathers is just a sweet little uh, Christmas time farce of a movie about. Oh, that's nice. Uh, Should you we know, bring some, it back for some, the holiday? I would love to. About some you know vagrants that's who cool. find a, a baby on one cold Christmas Eve in Tokyo, and it's um, a really sweet little movie. But all four of those are really really. really, really incredible works of animation. So I can't recommend those strongly enough. And, uh, of course, Stop Making Sense, as I've said many times, one of my favorite movies. And then Dumb Money, You Can Wait Till Streaming. So that's what I've been watching.
0: All right. Well, good to hear it.
1: Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Side Talks Podcast.
0: We're your own personal cinematic, Cronenberg and Coppola. Those two? Those two.
1: What about them? Oh, you don't don't know about this?
0: We talked about Crash a minute ago. Yeah. uh, Episode or two ago. Oh,
1: Coppola was the jury uh, head at Cannes the year that it premiered, and he hated it, didn't he? He
0: hated it, and Cronenberg- Like
1: single-handedly stopped it from getting the palm?
0: you know what? Coppola has never admitted that. Yeah. Cronenberg has suspected yeah. that it was, and maybe this is, this might be in part ego-driven, that it was Coppola that single-handedly stopped him from getting the award. And, of course, they created a special jury award because of right. the, I don't know, the, the divisiveness, let's say, of the jury um, that the jury was facing about Crash in oh, 96. It, 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 yeah. Um, it can and so, yeah. But here's what um, Cronenberg has said: is that he wouldn't, that Coppola wouldn't hand in the award, wouldn't yeah. actually physically hand it to him, made some hand it to somebody else who then handed it to Cronenberg. Right, so right, right, right. apparently, uh, according to Cronenberg, and and from all we can tell from accounts, um, Coppola really, really didn't like Crash.
1: Well, that's his right, but I wish that two of my boys wouldn't fight like that.
0: Yeah, and you know Cronenberg also went a little further and kind of said, "Oh, well, you know, you, I've been, I've been I later was had the honor of being the jury lead, and you have to be more gracious than that." Coppola is kind of a dick. Yeah, he didn't use the word dick, but need, I need we haven't had the dick jar out in a while, so I kind of thought we needed it. So I don't know. Are you? I feel like are mm. you Coppola or Cronenberg? I don't. You can't really go wrong, can you? Uh no, two of my favorite
1: filmmakers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll be David on this I appreciate one since that. Thank I you for like taking Crash that. so much. Cronenberg, I don't believe has ever won a Palme d'Or from Cannes. Um, I think Coppola has won like two. I think yeah, he did the conversation to, in Apocalypse Now. Maybe
0: I'm happy to take the two awards. I don't. I think these are both. These dudes are probably pretty difficult to be around, but. Oh, Coppola's a little less of a perv, so I'm happy to wow. take, I'm happy to take that.
1: I bet they are both a delight. Oh, I bet. I would love to pick their brains. Coppola,
0: I got lots of good wine to drink.
1: Yeah, I just want I you know, obviously, hey, uh David Cronenberg and or Francis Ford Coppola, if you're listening, we would love to have you and on you the podcast. And you know they
0: are. And you know they are.
1: Listen. Uh well, you know, Ol' Francis has his first movie in who knows how long coming out next year, probably premiering at the Cannes Film Festival.
0: Hey, Craig Zobel came to see our live podcast. So,
1: Francis Ford Coppola, bring Megalopolis to Sidewalk. We will host you. There might even be, I don't know, some free refreshments in it for you. Um, I don't know. We probably don't have Coppola brand wine.
0: Hey, Coppola, we're going to have sushi at the Sidewalk Cinema. Join us. No, we're not.
1: No, we're not. No, over my dead body.
0: Oh, thanks to Boutwell Studios. Thank you, Brad. You're welcome.
1: And visit us online at sidewalkfest.com or follow us on social media at Sidewalk Film. I can't guarantee that we will program any David Cronenberg movies anytime soon, at least oh, not I'm crash. thinking of
0: doing it though. Which one? Crash? Think, well, no. I'm thinking of uh, podcast at sidewalkfest.com. Let us know what you think about this. We really need to be picking up some series of some focused, uh, some director focused series. I would
1: love to and show so some of David's. I've kind stuff.
0: of been thinking about some stuff. You know, if there's like we could do like Westober. Huh. Oh yeah. Um I just feel like there's a lot of stuff we could be doing and it's like uh Konenberg crazies.
1: You wanna you wanna put the fly on the big screen? I'll be there. Yeah. You wanna so, put video drum on the big screen? I'll be there.
0: Let us know and let us know what um, you know, if you wanted the the Von Trier Tober. Um Dead Ringers.
1: <laughs> we can put dead like what? Jeremy a uh, two Jeremy Irons looking at absurd gynecological uh instruments. I'm all about it. Let's
0: yeah, us do it podcast at let us know what directors you'd like to see a lovely series from and we're, we're working on it Batwell Studios podcast division your words our expertise